Hello and welcome to Bored and Sassy. I'm Val. And I'm Sam. And we're here to bring you Disney news, discussion, and opinions with a sassy, grown-up bent. Today we're going to talk about Hotel Nightmares, do a very belated gushing over Dove Cameron's song that was new a month ago, uh, cover that Utilidor controversy from about a month ago, talk shit on some stuff from about a month ago. You guys, I found show notes that included stuff I really wanted to talk about, so we're going to talk about some outdated topics today and then do some silly shit. So, uh, some folks had a bad time at the Caribbean Beach Resort. Yeah. (laughs) This was, um, it was reported in the Mirror, which I feel like is, like, one of the less respected UK, like, news sources. UK <laughs> news sources. What? News, I, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I mean, it's reporting on Disney World. So. You're just air quoting rant. Well, because well, they were from the UK. They were from Bonsley, which doesn't sound like a real place. <laughs> I, I say living in up. Massachusetts, where right. all the names are made up. Um, it was like... God, I don't even remember when it happened. It was reported in November. And the thing, so this is what happened, you guys. We had episode, like, show notes ready for episode 24. And then we just did a live episode from Disney. And then I just, like, made notes for the next (laughs) one and didn't use these. So um, they just became out of date. Um, I don't even know. Like, I don't remember when it it even was. But it was, uh, it's a, a... couple of guys they have a couple of kids and they're adopted kids and they both have um autism and like they were kind of a newsworthy family because like they had adopted these kids who had these special needs and it was a whole thing and there's this whole story about how like like basically it's they make it sound the mirror makes it sound and, and these guys kind of make it sound like it was like the worst thing that could ever happen and it was horrifying and a nightmare and it's like they found a cockroach and a used condom in their room, which, like, that sucks. I'm not saying it doesn't. Sure. Like, uh, it looked like from the they have pictures in the article, which we'll link in the in the description and stuff. But like, the condom was like in a bed frame. Like, it looked like it was legitimately wedged down so far that you might not even see it if you were like changing the linens and stuff. Like, right. it it looks almost like they ripped their room apart looking for stuff. Um, they said there was some exposed wiring. It was not like, like, I thought that meant, you know, like live unfinished what, no, like it was just like a, you could see a couple of wires somewhere. Like it wasn't, they made it sound like it was like the fucking end of the world. They said there was dust everywhere, which like, it looked like there was a little bit of dust inside the fridge cabinet, like next to the fridge. Like it, it just was not like, it was not, it was clearly not a good experience, but I don't know if I would call it a nightmare. And then they got upgraded to... They got offered a, a night's refund and a move to another room. And that, like, for some reason still wasn't good enough. And they got upgraded to the fucking Grand Floridian. Like, what? But then they <sighs> they didn't get appropriate turndown service and they forgot to put mints on their pillow. No, it's just, like, it I... It's just weird. It just felt so sensationalized, I guess. Right, which is normal right. for Disney news. Well, and it's also normal for the way that that would be reported. But, yeah. you know, it does... It's kind of interesting, though, because it does highlight a thing that is kind of a problem with Disney is that people have such high expectations, in part because Disney has given them reason to have high expectations. Right. But also, 
just the way that people talk about it, and especially sort of the the fandom around, uh, especially the the parks. Um, people are so all in on these parks, and especially staying on on site, um, that you think it's going to be like the most perfect hotel experience ever. But mm-hmm. Val and I have already talked several times about how there are some kind of crappy things about it, um, especially with you know reduced housekeeping. And actually, I wonder if if you know a little bit of dust here and there is more uh, a reflection on some of the changes that we've seen in in mousekeeping staffing levels. Yeah. Um, recently. And not really that this was out of the ordinary for a normal hotel, maybe just out of the ordinary for Disney. Yeah. Well, and they got the thing is that the, the second room that they got moved to, they said there were millipedes around, which like there is a weird phenomena that I've heard of where like all the millipedes breed at once and like yeah. go everywhere. Uh, and that they also said that was dusty and that's how they like got that. Like this sounds and I hate to be this guy, but it sounds more like the, like, I'm pulling a Karen and saying, like, things are so bad, give me free stuff, because they eventually got the Grand Floridian out of it. Right. But the other thing is, like, again, the picture of the exposed wiring, it's just, like, like extension cord kind of, like, it's not, it's not, like, live that's, exposed yeah, copper I mean, that's, or something. That's not ideal. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want it's kids It's not great. I'm not it, saying it's great, but, but like... Um, but well, and they yeah. say, like, our kids are autistic and they don't have a sense that they, like, shouldn't stick their hands. And I'm like, I get that. But, like, that's also, like, an extension cord. Like, that's if your kid grabbed an extension cord. Right. Um, the condom, you will understand, looking at this picture, why yeah. I'm skeptical about the condom. Yeah. That is in... That looks like they that's, took the mattress off the, mattress, the bed yeah. frame and found a condom. Yeah. Like, that's... Which... Again, it would be better if housekeeping had caught that, obviously. But what were you doing that you took the mat? Like, that just feels like you were looking for trouble. And again, this may be me judging harshly because the mirror reported it in such a sensational way. Right. And I will acknowledge that there is, I forget, I think it's Say What on the, uh, the, the subreddit, the Walt Disney World subreddit, that particular user, I want to say, is the one who I've seen be really critical of the hotel rooms. I've seen people say, like... And I don't know if they're staying in different resorts than we are, like, I because we've mostly stayed in, like, Pop and Port Orleans and, and Coronado and things, like, things that have been refurbished. Um, but I've seen this user and some other folks say that, like, they're outdated and they're dirty and we just, we haven't had that experience. Yeah, we've, we've never but had that But it might experience. be that what these, now, granted, Caribbean Beach had like a major refurb, like a major overhaul and everything was closed for a while there. And like, you could hardly, you couldn't like get food if you were staying yeah, there because everything yeah. was closed, I guess. But like, so maybe this was around or before then, like, again, it doesn't make it super clear from the article. And Disney basically says like, we've compensated them so much. Please stop asking us what we did to make this right. right. But like, I don't know if this was because it was around the refurb or because it was what part of what meant they needed the refurb or what the fuck it was. But I have heard concerns about rooms from folks and it's, I cannot say that in any of the stays we've had, I have felt like a room was bad or dirty or out of, out of, you know, not well kept or too out of date or whatever. But it's, there are people who seem to have this experience at every hotel they go to. Yeah. Well, and and that's the interesting thing is that I, you know, at first I sort of, uh, have dismissed things like this as, the the bad 
experiences will always be shouted more right, loudly right. than the good experiences. So there is that that sort of bias anytime you're trying to evaluate feedback on hotel rooms and things like that. Because nobody, like very rarely will people just shout out how good of an experience and how clean things were. It's almost always when they're annoyed at, at something being dirty. Yeah. Um, but the, the other thing here um, that I feel like isn't getting noted is... Yes, it sucks that these people were unhappy and that there were some problems with their rooms. Um, it really does sound like Disney did everything in their power to make it right, other than catching those things before they got oh, there. Oh, yeah. Like, at the risk um, of sounding like a shill. Right. Like, it, it really does sound like Disney did what they could, and it was that case of expectations being so astronomical, once-in-a-lifetime Disney trip, like, 10,000 pounds of cost or whatever it, they said that it was, like... That, I think, probably fed into it, which is like something yeah. that we've said a number of times is that like right. you can't like we go there because it's always been a phenomenal experience. But if anything does go wrong, we tend to try to take it in stride because you can't like no matter how much you want miracles to happen, like that's right. not reality. They're, they're not magic. Right. No, um, they try. They create they, as much as they can. Exactly. But they exactly. are not literally wizards who can just be like, oh, a perfect little sun Shine will follow you everywhere, and everything that happens to you for this entire two-week period will be lovely. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is a lot of hotels, if you have a bad experience, might move you to a different room. On the second the second move, they might be like, well, here's your money back. Go stay somewhere else. Right. Like, um, and instead, Disney, <laughs> Disney was, was like, like, okay, here's well, literally here's, one of here's the most literally, expensive. Right. The fanciest hotel we have. Yep. Um, especially because Give that's the other thing. Give me fanciest hotel. Is that if, if these people were expecting like five-star hotel, like uber-level fancy right, service. Right, but they booked Caribbean um, Beach. But like, they booked mm. Caribbean Beach, then like, yeah, maybe the only thing that would have made them happy is a deluxe resort. Yeah. And Disney yeah. gave that to them. Right, right. So, you know, again, not not shilling too hard, but um, it sucks that their rooms were were messed up. Um, it doesn't sound like they were that messed up, but they're, you know, messed up enough that, that it's not unfair for them to have said something. Um... And, you know, I'm, I'm happy with the outcome. I'm, it's, yeah. it's actually a very positive story in my perspective because it is always going to be possible for things to happen that make a room crappy for people that is kind of outside of Disney's control because, uh, the, the mousekeeping staff, they're humans. Like yeah. they're going to well, miss Well, and again, things, like the you know? thing with the refrigerator, you guys right. have to look at this article because like. There's dust next to the refrigerator. They looked like basically behind the fridge to find dust. And what's interesting, again, not too shilly, but they, so they've already been like a pretty high media couple. From the sound of this article, I think they were there when this article came out because it says now they have been upgraded to a room at the Grand Floridian. Huh. So like, I think it might've been happening in November. They're like, they campaign everywhere. They're super famous because they've fostered so many kids and they're like these great people and it's wonderful and whatever. And then like <laughs> a Disney spokeswoman said, this family has received compensation from us numerous times over the past five years and they continue to return. Regarding their current visit, we believe the guest claims are exaggerated and again, took several steps to enhance their vacation. And I think that's the thing for me is that it sounds like they fucking reported this to the mirror after they got the Grand Floridian out of Disney right. as compensation. And like, right. that just seems so fucking look at me, look what I did. Like, 
Sounds like they've been stretching their 15 minutes as long as possible, but... Right, and, like, that's that's so fucking shitty that, like, we're, here we are, like, doing a podcast, pay attention to me, but, like, right. it's just so... And again, too, it's funny because it kept getting called once in a lifetime and shit, and, like, oh, it was going to be this amazing once trip in a lifetime. That's how it's referred to multiple times in the article, and Disney's like, they've fucking been here for, like, the last five years straight. <laughs> And, like it's just, and have gotten compensated for things over the last five years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That and I, and again, yeah. I like I get it. Disney could be fucking lying here, but it's just such a. There are people who do this, and honestly, as a white person who is perceived as female in social spaces, like I certainly put on my Karen voice sometimes when it's. But yep. for me, it generally is when something's actually wrong, like not like like severely bad wrong yep like i i complained because our garden view room wasn't really a garden view and he like right. gave us like but a we 75 dollars credit try to get to the grand florian right, i wasn't we, like i we demand got free dinner out of it room. and we were like, happy with free dinner right. out of it that's like, the thing you that's know? it's such a big difference to me between just being like hey this thing was like it was honestly part of it was more just that i wanted to say like I would maybe not consider this a garden view in your system. Yes, like you might right. want to change it because right. someone else might be way more upset about this than I am. Right. Um, if you let me edit like, your oh, book, can I take you to I dinner? And I was like, sure, you can take us to dinner. But like, it was that kind of, it's that kind of thing where like, if I'm not saying that you shouldn't confront bad customer service or bad experiences from a company. But in this case, and I'm not just saying this because it's Disney, in this case, it really does sound like they went above and beyond into that realm of like, pay fucking attention to me. Because again, it the story was updated a few times, whatever, I think, but it literally like, I think when it first went up, they already had been upgraded to the Grand Floridian. So it's yeah. like, what else are you going to like? What are you going to do? You you felt the the need to like do some investigative reporting with the mirror and make sure the world knew the perils of Disney World that you're definitely going to fucking go back to next year. Like it's just such a weird it's such a weird fucking thing to me. Like whine about it on Twitter or something. Don't get a like global publication to fucking report on the condom you found under the bed and like the dust in the fridge cabinet. Like ugh. sorry. The pictures are just stupid, you guys. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I'm still not staying at the Caribbean beach, but... Yeah. Our next topic is... Dove Cameron released a new song, except since I wrote these show notes, she's released a different new song. So the song I'm referring to is... So good, which came out in like early November. And so be I started watching Descendants movies when three was coming out. I was like, I should watch these and see what they're like. And they're so silly, but I really enjoyed them. And I love Dove Cameron. Like my niece loves Liv and Maddie. Watched it a bunch with her. So I already knew who Dove Cameron was. And I think she's like, she's a good kid. She's been like her social media force has been good. Presence has been good. Like She's just unapologetically like, fuck you, I have nipples and like, like very open about her grieving of Cameron Boyce. And like, she's just, I like her. I like the kid. I think she's a good kid. Right. So she releases a fucking song called So Good. It is so full of curse words in that like hilariously, 
I'm not a 15-year-old Disney Channel star anymore, dang it, kind of way. Yeah. Like, it's it, the core. Gee, golly, I'm going to cuss <laughs> until they treat me like an adult. And I say this, like, as a person who swears all the time, but the way that she, it just feels so much like, like, the chorus is, I'm feeling so fucking good right now. I just want to get drunk right now. I feel so damn alive. I don't want to come down. I'm feeling so fucking good right now. Sam's looking at me because I just recited those from memory. Don't ask how many times I've listened to this song. It's Too in many the times. thousands. Too many um, times. It's such a nice, it's like a relaxed, sexy bop. And I really like it. I've listened to it a ton of times. To- like, I'll just put it on repeat while I'm driving because I love it. It does not show her voice off at all. Like, yeah, she no, has a like... beautiful voice, and it's just, like, that breathy, like... <laughs> breathy pop voice, yeah. Like, it's it's so breathy and silly and full of swears. And, and like, it references, like, waking up next to someone and that kind of shit. And it's just, right. like, psst, I fuck. <laughs> like, it's such a, like... Well, and wasn't her her new new song a little bit that way? Her too? new new song, I think, was too. I didn't listen to it as much. It yet. at least had some cussing. That's but all. It, I remember. Yeah, it's the, it's just like she's just like I'm a grown up, you guys, and I, <laughs> I like I get it because I was that age once, um, and I but I like I really suggest like listening to it, especially like there's some good baseline in it. Like it's just. I like it an awful lot. I'm just giggling about it because I'm an asshole and have the benefit of hindsight and can, you know. What's What's funny about this, too, is that a whole bunch of people seem to have gone straight to the, oh, man, is she going to pull a Miley territory? And it's like, it's like, <laughs> eh, no. like this isn't, this isn't, she's like, fine. she's, for her whole existence in, in sort of the public eye, um, she's been somewhat more reserved than than Miley ever was, basically. So uh, I don't expect this to, to be an explode uh, an explosion the way that Miley was just like, I'm an adult and sex. <laughs> yeah, like, like, look at me on stage looking naked. Yeah, there's, yeah. I don't know. She could. I mean, she, and, she and, could, and if she wants but, to, it's fucking great. But it right. is funny that like that's sort of the first place that people go is like is the child star having a breakdown and like i hope she doesn't because i would hope that since we've had child stars for so fucking long now we would have figured out a good way to make sure that they are enabled to transition from being a child star to whatever they want to do as an adult whether it's adult star whether she seems to want to be pursuing a music career whether it's broadway whether it's acting whether it's i want to fucking live in the woods with a dude and 16 dogs and goats like yeah, un- unfortunately, I think our culture still really sucks at child stardom, uh, as evident from the does. fact that either. But I like hope Disney right, has Disney, a <laughs> like. Disney I hope maybe, they have a yeah. line of therapists who are specifically trained <laughs> to help these folks transition, because I feel like the family's not going to know what to do. Like right. the regular therapists aren't going to know what to do. Like there's a specific thing that happens in your brain when you are a child star. Yep. And, and popular hard. culture will always be kind of shitty to you as you become an adult. Especially like if you're a girl. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to talk about the Utilidor controversy like a month later. And the funny thing about all these topics is that I had 
I had told Sam about some of them. And so when I was rereading these notes, I was like, we didn't record this episode, right? And I'm just forgetting. Like, but we didn't. It's just it's entirely I possible that we if did we record did, one like, of these topics. Let us know how funny it is. Please fucking message me and be like, Val, you guys really did record this and release it and you're an idiot. And like, I would love that. But this um, is just the remake. So, so, <laughs> so we have to cover the fucking Utilidor controversy. Uh, it's not a controversy. Some cast members from Adventureland didn't use the Utilidor to get there and were spotted in Liberty Square in their Adventureland uh, costumes with their backpacks with cast member tags on them. And this guy, Schmoofy, who's part of Diz Twitter, which I'm still so loosely confused about what Diz Twitter consists of and how you get to be a part of it. Um, But he's like a pretty well-known Disney tweeter. Um, (laughs) His Twitter bio says he's the middle ground between blogger and troll. Um, He posted a picture of these three folks, clearly in the wrong land, wearing their backpacks and all that. Uh, specifically walking in the Poop River, which makes it funnier. Look up the Poop River if you don't know what the Poop River is. In Liberty Square, it's Poop River. You know what the Poop River is, yes, right? Yes, I know okay. what the Poop River is. <laughs> I was like, please Why don't. are you looking at me like I don't know what the Poop River is? Because you were looking at me funny. Um, on the one hand, like, they don't make fucking much money, so who really cares? On the other hand... Like, the whole system of Utilidor literally avoid exists to avoid this. And, like, it's sort of like if you went to work in your pajamas or something when you're expected to wear, like, business casual. It's just like a... It's just a... It's just a thing. Like, you just... For me, yeah. For me, it feels like a, a kind like, of unnecessary call-out. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like, here's the thing. First off, like... If you're really upset about that, then never go to Disneyland because, you know, like, like not like the, what even is the point of going to Disney World if they don't use the utilidors? Or like also don't go to Animal Kingdom. Right. Right. Well, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Like this is, this is such a small thing. And uh, it's another example of people kind of taking some of the magic of Disney for granted. Part of what makes uh, Magic Kingdom incredible is that. They do have utilidors, and you don't have immersion-breaking things regularly for the most part. Um, but if it's really that big of a deal to you to see some cast members in the wrong land with their backpacks on, like, really evaluate, like, what you're what you're trying to get out of this. Yeah. Because, really, what, what comes out of this is those cast members who are underpaid and work too hard um, are going to get in trouble, Um Hopefully not, but maybe even have disciplinary yeah, action. I have no idea what and the like, outcome was. I could have done like, more research, but what, I didn't. It may not have even been something that ever publicly got. But it's just like why? Why it's it's no different than like taking a picture of the waitress who's wearing you know inappropriate shoes. Like what? Yeah. What does it well, accomplish? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, and it, who's it? It's for? a little bit Karen. Like it's just a little bit putting We're really it out there out on Karen Twitter, today. knowing that. Karen, sorry. Um, knowing that, <laughs> I just feel like knowing how ev- how on the internet everyone is nowadays. Like posting something like that does mean that those folks are probably going to get in trouble for it. And again, like I get it. I understand being like, uh, that's not a thing. But like, also, honest to God, I understand that this is something that is standard practice, and that like. 
You don't go between lands in the outfit from the other land. You use the fucking utilitor. The average guest has no idea. Like the fact right. that you even know that, the fact that you even noticed it was happening and were like, that's incorrect. Like that says a lot about you as a person. The average guest is not going to ruin their fucking day. It's just because you are a super fan. And if you are a super fan, then don't be me. But again... Also, Twitter Byron bio includes that he's like something of a troll. And like, I get that because I've been an internet troll plenty in my years. And also, maybe there's an underground, what what do they call the vehicles down there? I don't remember. I don't they have remember. a special name. There's its fucking but, name. Um, okay, uh, serious Disney nerds tell us, tell us what, what they're called. But um, there was a golf cart crash underground and uh, they told cast members to go above ground. Like, who knows what right, was going right, on? Like, right. there That's may true. even be very good reasons that they had to go above ground. Ground That's true. This one hour of the day. Yep. Um, so, and like, I don't think that, I think it right. was just that like these three were not doing the right thing. But again, like, what do you, like, I don't know. Just like, don't start a fucking international Twitter controversy over it. And it's just, it's just, it's just such a, it's stupid. It's just stupid. Like, it's just causing trouble. The thing, the biggest thing is like what you said is what are you hoping to accomplish with it? Because if the reality is like probably what he was trying to accomplish is the lulls and right. what right. actually oh, gotcha. the actual, right. And, and, or like truly, I, I feel like he was serious about it to some degree too. It was like, what, like you shouldn't fucking do this, but the impact of that potentially is like these people get fired to make a point or because it got so much traction. So like that's I think the bigger concern is anytime that you do some social media call out of something, especially if you have a big audience, but even if you don't, because sometimes it just takes that one person to retweet you, um, it can turn into more than like the impact of the thing you did. You might think it's just for a laugh um, or I'm going to start an interesting Twitter discussion, but like that could lose those people their jobs. And like, that's the kind of thing that you have to take into account. Like, is it really serious enough to lose the person their job? And honestly, for me, most of the time when things go wrong at an establishment, like our fucking local Wendy's sucks ass now. They remodeled it a couple of years ago and it sucks. The new, they have different management. Every time you fucking go there, the lines are huge they're slow. Like it's just not a good experience. And I have yet to do a survey for them being like, wow, this place sucks or call and be like, wow, this place sucks. Because the thing is they get paid pennies. I fucking know. I used to work at, I worked at two different Wendy's as a young person. Like you, they don't get paid enough in the first place. And I don't want these people to lose their jobs because I'm annoyed that it took long to get my food. Like, as much as I would like it to be improved, I don't want it to be improved at the expense of these folks' livelihoods. And that's what you have to understand. So like for me, most of the time, if something is wrong, I don't really complain about it. Like my DoorDash order is wrong. Like sometimes I'll go to DoorDash and be like, hey, give me fucking $2 back or whatever. They forgot my miso soup or whatnot. But like, it's relatively rare that I actually make a complaint. I way more often make sure that I tell people Hey, they, this person did a really great job because right. That's that was going to be my takeaway. Yeah. Is frankly, in less uh, in in general, uh, the only kind of tweeting about cast members that you should be doing is things like you know cast member compliment. Yeah, hashtag like, cast member co cast compliment. Yep. Um, 
that kind of stuff because you real like because that can actually really help yeah their yeah. their experiences yeah. in those in those jobs both because it makes them feel really good but it also reflects really well on them and you don't know who's been working really hard for a promotion right. but doesn't have evidence to back up that right. they are worth another quarter an hour yeah like and like it the other thing is too if someone were in danger like if this was like right, something right. egregious and like then fine like start a ruckus but this just is something where you probably started a ruckus for nothing and I'm assuming and hoping that these kids didn't lose their jobs but like you just don't we have to think about the people who have less than we have and I can guarantee you that just about everyone working at Walt Disney World especially in like a walk around in that kind of a costume person has less than you have like if it's just there is a whole discussion that we haven't had because it takes so much nuance and understanding of economics and shit about like wages at the theme parks and all the reporting that's been done about Anaheim and Orlando about how folks can't afford to live and live in their fucking cars and all this awful shit. Um, there's been a lot of reporting about it. We haven't talked about it widely on this podcast, but there is an undercurrent in my understanding of Walt Disney World involving the fact that a lot of these folks are really underpaid for working really hard all the time where I work on a fucking computer all day and get paid stupid amounts of money. That was another thing I was going to mention too is um, it's it's also important to contextualize this in that even with, you know, cast member union support, um, cast members are still kind of at a disadvantage because so many people want to and would happily work for mm -hmm, Disney. Mm -hmm. So it's... People are kind of treated like they they are privileged to even have you know that particular yeah, job yeah. getting underpaid to get abused yeah, by yeah. you know guests in the park, um, and the, like it's it's one of those where that means that if Disney did want to fire these people, it's not like they would have trouble replacing them, and that's right. part of why they can get away with lower wages is that. There are a lot of people where, the even though they're kit. underpaid, do love their jobs so much that it's worth it to yeah, them. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a tough thing. So again, I think I think what what Val said is, um, don't think about the impact on you and your experience um, as much as you think about the impact on what your feedback will do um, to the to the people. Uh, involved. Because... This is like the compassionate bleeding heart swear podcast and I'm sure it's very confusing for some of you but we are snarky as hell but also really aware of other folks and their needs and we try to not be actual assholes just like sweary people. There's a big difference. <laughs> so that's I know this is like a weird tone shift from like calling a couple of dudes Karens for seeming to be playing the Disney company but like this is really it's a thing like it's just you gotta you gotta figure that if you see three like teen to early 20s people there like they're probably scraping the fuck by and don't need you to tell the internet and or their boss that like they ruined your day because they weren't in the fucking utilidor Oh, I have the greatest news on the planet. Wait, no. The greatest news in the galaxy. Benioff and Weiss fucking left their Star Wars trilogy. And yes, at this point, this is old news, but I had to fucking say it anyway because fuck those guys. I was reading up again the other day on it. I don't remember why. I was talking to my friend about it. Um, 
and like how they had left. And they just basically said like, we're too busy with other stuff. (laughs) 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 And Kathleen Kennedy was very like, if they want to come back at some point, that'll be great. But like, it was all sort of very amicable, but I'm like, fuck yes. Get them out of my shit. Like the rise of Skywalker was game of Thrones season nine enough for all of us. Eight. How many seasons are there? Eight. eight, I didn't fucking watch that show. Um, Six, seven, eight. eight. I think it was eight. Someone tell us how many seasons of Game of Thrones. (laughs) Write in to Vorden Sasson and tell us how many seasons of The Rise of Skywalker was the final season of Game of Thrones enough for us. We don't need another final season of Game of Thrones Star Wars. You know what we do need? More of the Mandalorian. Like that kind of thing is is definitely. Every Mando. Every. I love. We can't just keep talking about the Mandalorian because I'll talk about. I li- I listened to the theme song on repeat a bunch on Friday because there wasn't a new episode. Like more, I have problems. More, more. What I mean is just that the the cinematic style and soundtrack and everything in that show is cinematic enough that it scratches a lot of the itches of wanting Star Wars films. Right, Because right. that's always been one of the cool things about the Star Wars films is like those broad shots of alien landscapes with, you know, people walking across them silhouetted and excellent music. And we got all of that in Mando. So I'm, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not really hurting for more Star Wars films on the immediate horizon. Yeah. As long as they are using the IP and throwing tons of money at people who will make things as good as Mando. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the reason this was being talked about with my friend as I was talking about Return of Skywalker. Right. And how bad it was. And he was talking about how like, well, I'm surprised it was anything at all with like Abrams rewriting Betty off. And I was like, what? No. He was like, oh, I thought that was why Game of Thrones sucked so bad was they ran off to write episode nine. And I was like, (laughs) oh, no, they fucking ran off to write a different trilogy that they've now fucking abandoned because they are dramatic bitches and I hate them. Um so yeah, the it was the one that was supposed to be in 2022 is out. They cited their historic deal with Netflix when they left. Um, and they were like, oh, we fucking love Star Wars, but our schedule is just so full. We're so important. Uh. And I'm Gee like, darn. God fucking damn it. Stop giving these people TV shows and don't give them Star Wars trilogy either. Like I, my... My dislike for them, I should say, is not based on season eight, which I watched some of just out of like, please let me finally see Cersei fucking die. Um, But out of what they did with that series in general, because I quit in season five when they combined a couple characters to make a character who was not a rape victim into a rape victim. And so... I was like, wait, that wasn't even in the books. And like, I hadn't read the books, but when people told me it wasn't in the books, I was like, you know, I'm fucking all set with this. Like it was from everything I heard from folks who had read the books, which I slogged through the first one and just really had no interest in the rest. Um, from everything that I heard, they made it like they took all of the gross George R. R. Martin sex power abuse dynamic shit and like fucking dialed it up to 11, even though it was already high. So like, I just think these guys are shits and I don't like them. And also like, aren't they trying to fucking make a TV show about the Confederacy? Like go away. I don't just know. Yep. When. Yep. Yeah. I don't, I don't need anything. I don't, I don't have strong opinions on them mostly because I just don't care. 
like go away. I Sam don't doesn't care. care. I get angry. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I get I get angry when presented with specific things. It's, it's more just like no, I I'm not I'm not at all interested in anything that they have to do th- yeah. that they're that they're trying to do. So yeah. in a way, uh, I think that this is really good news because it it means that if we do end up with more Star Wars films at some point, which is inevitable, even if they don't have specific plans right now, um, at least those shitheads won't be involved, probably. Yeah. It's time for the Silly Shit and Disney Films Corner! It's it not a stereo mic. Damn it. it. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> I really wanted to get a good... It still probably uh, will, like, wave in and out Guys, I was bit, trying to give you a really interesting effect there, and then Sam told I'm me I'm just going to have to go pan it left no. and right. In, 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 why did this take so long for you to edit, Sam? <laughs> well, I was oh, panning well, the audio. I was panning the audio. Um, so this is one that's been on the list for a while that, like, probably no one else notices or thinks is, is interesting, but... Why does the Aquascum say the temperature into the tank in Finding Nemo? Like, when 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 Dentist McFuckwad puts the Aquascum in, when the fish were trying to make the tank dirty so they could escape, it says, like, it scans the tank, and then it says, like, blah, 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 blah. like, it projects the temperature of the tank and all that shit into the tank, and the fish are like, holy shit! It sounds like it's being distorted, like it's being played through, like into the water at them. It doesn't sound like it's like on the outside muffled. It sounds like it's in the tank telling them what temperature the water is. (laughs) This is like the stupidest, most minuscule possible thing. But like, also, why would you want it to do that? Because isn't it like, wouldn't it be annoying as a human to hear that every fucking 30 seconds or however free? It says it scans it pretty frequently. Like... What the fuck? But so, so I have a theory. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> so clearly, this is a device made by fish for fish. The aqua scum. And so it's just yeah, fish because don't have clean hands. tanks are important, right? So really, it's that there's a research and design uh, company that is secretly run by very intelligent sea life that just want to improve. Like that fucking fish on Blue Planet 2 that was using a tool to crack the clam open. The fucking tusk fish. In in fact, that's the CEO of this company. Okay. Um, No, in in all seriousness, one of the things that I think is is not really well addressed um, is the role of sound in these films. So turning this into a broader thing, um, sound for for fish is very different than sound for people. Like the way sound works in the air is very different than the way sound works in water. Right. So Val's making a very confused face. I'm taking a selfie for you. Okay. Why, why are you so confused? Because the way you said that, it sounded like it was about to become a Tom Scott video, like explaining (laughs) to you how sound works for fish fish well they don't really address sound well it's it's more it's more that um it's more that like understanding p 
people talking outside of the tank right, and things right, like that. Yeah. Um, and also, like, would fish ears work very well when they're poking above the right, water right. and things like that? Dubious. Because fish ears are probably designed to handle acoustics and of, like frequencies are different right. yeah no there's, so like, there's a good point so like there. the fact that they poke their heads out of the water to talk to the bird yeah. whose name i've forgotten nigel the nigel pelican? Yeah. yeah yeah um like captain they, barbosa the pelican right ignoring the fact that it's incredible that they all speak the common animal right tongue, right um but can't communicate everyone with humans, speaks english and star can wars understand humans i can't remember can they understand yeah humans? they can understand yeah. humans um but humans can't understand them dala um, so it's so it's also this like weird thing where um first off uh okay so they can understand humans so it makes sense that they can understand the language that the thing is spitting out mm-hmm. um assuming it's not made by fish um but it's it's also by a little bit funny because maybe it is even if it is announcing it outside or something like that um, maybe it is just reverberating. Yeah, I suppose tank, it could so. still like distort, but it, it just sounds like it's being played into the water specifically. Yeah. Like it's just weird. Yeah. Well, I suppose That's I don't know what that would silly. sound like. So let's, we're going to go do some intensive testing. Yep. We're going to put fucking some speakers build an underwater. Scum. Yep. I'll build an aqua scum and put it into my extremely large aquarium that I'll, I'll put into the basement and, uh, and go swim in it. And see what speakers sound like underwater from the outside of a glass. We're getting a divorce. Well, folks, that's been our show. Sorry. Uh, if you have your own ideas about the aqua scum, if you have suggestions for silly shit, if you have feedback on the topics we discussed, are we being assholes about this Caribbean beach thing? Uh, are we not being harsh enough on them? Are we being too nice to these utilidor teens, non-utilidor teens? Who fucking knows? You can find us on Twitter at Bored and Sassy. I will get a notification if you tweet at us, so feel free to. Um, You can also go to boardandsassy.com and click contact. That sends out a form. Um, And I also did finally get boardandsassy at gmail.com. So you can also contact us via email at boardandsassy at gmail.com with any feedback. Which also a special thanks for uh, none of you taking that uh, yeah, that I, email address because Val forgot to get I was it like, oh, fuck. before we released the episode. So uh-huh. uh, thank you for not trolling us. We I'm a terrible asshole it. and forgot. Right I mean, after I also I said could I have done do it, it, but you said you were going to. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh, it it's there. So you can email us or do whatever is easiest for you, and that would be great. Um, yeah. So that's a uh, stuff. Um. I feel like I've said That's this. I feel like I've said this the last like three or four episodes because this feedback came in when we were on vacation. But Erin, we really do intend to talk about some of the stuff that you want to hear about. I'm gonna the show notes for the next episode are going to include some of the topics that you suggested because we really do want to hear what folks would like to hear um, more about. So thanks so much, everyone, for listening, and I hope you have a great week. Bye. Bye. Hello and welcome to Bored and Sassy. I'm Val. And I'm Sam. And we're here to bring you fuck. (laughs) I'm sorry.
We'll start over. I forgot our intro. <sighs> I'm a clusterfuck of a human. <laughs>